Hey everybody, C-Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like a pepperoni pizza. It's delicious, but it's probably going to give you heartburn. Today on the show, we're going to talk about existentialism, a topic that is larger than life itself. It is something that a lot of us think about when we get into deep depressions or even if we're just experiencing something that uh, that is deep love, deep emotion, uh, deep spiritual things, religious stuff things that kind of take us to a place that make us want to feel bigger than we are. Um, and sometimes that can lead to a negative place. That that can lead us to feel like we don't have enough time and uh, we feel insignificant in the grand scheme of things. But for the most part, uh, it, it's great to just appreciate and find ways to flip it on its head and think about our existence at all. And the fact that our existence is amazing. The whole, you know, Gary V 400 trillion to one chance of existing kind of thing that your parents met them, met each other and that their parents met themselves and, and, and things like that. You know, it's amazing to think about and that we're all essentially made from star stuff, which is not something I mentioned in the podcast, but thinking about the fact that we're this coalition, that this, this coalescence of star stuff and energy, that energy cannot be created or destroyed outside of a dying star that we are that, and that when we die, we become that again. Like, it's kind of amazing to think about. So, that's a lot of the stuff I talk about in this episode. Um, it can be a little heavy, but for the most part, I'm trying to put an optimism, an optimistic spin on it, and think about appreciating today, appreciating what you have, appreciating your existence, and uh, going forth from there. So, let's hit the button and do the thing, and talk about existentialism on dopamine. Hey, uh, welcome to the show, and uh, we're going to talk about existentialism today. Um, first of all, I just want to submit an apology for being a little bit off schedule this week. I've been just kind of rearranging some things, and uh, I'm a little bit behind, so I'm trying to continue to try to get these done, but also, you know, get life done at the same time. But anyway, let's move on. I don't want to spend too much time apologizing. We'll be back on track very soon. Um, but today, let's talk about existentialism, because Molly and I had a really, really great conversation last night about essentially existentialism, but it started in thinking about religion and the connections to God or spirituality or Buddha or whatever the case may be, and trying to continue to expand upon it when it comes to our understanding of life and meaning and purpose and the bigger picture, etc. And, you know, existentialism, or at least the way that I've experienced it in my life, has been part of being devoid of religion. I've never identified as religious ever in my life. From as young as six years old, when someone tried to um, ask me about religion or, or instill religion in me, I've never agreed that it was something that I wanted in my life. So naturally, that brings a challenge of having to deal with my own existence. Because not feeling 
like I have a, a religion doesn't devoid me of the feeling of wanting some semblance of purpose. So dealing with that and wanting to find some semblance of meaning or purpose or, or you know, reason for my existence um, has led me to this place to continue to search and find some framework, some mindset, something that gives me this quantifiable feeling that this is it. This is why I am. This is why I exist. This is what I am meant to be. This is what I am meant to do. This is who I am meant to be with. This is the area I am meant to be in. This is the season of life I've meant, I'm meant to thrive in or something like that. And uh, ultimately, whether you're dealing with religion or not, I feel like people come to have to come to terms with existentialism. I think a lot of people who are dealing with religion put a blocker on it. You know, they stop themselves from having to think too much about it because you're like, what happens after death? You go to heaven. Okay, cool, great. <laughs> you don't think about it. And, you know, I used to think that there was something wrong with people who would not be willing or not able, not be able to go to that depth of thought to figure out whether or not um, there was something more or become comfortable with something less. And frankly, there's no real answer to that. Like, you can be comfortable with whatever you need to be comfortable with. Um, the issue that I have with religion in general is when anyone tries to impose any sort of feeling on another person. But for the most part, um, I have grown to respect the need for religion because existentialism is a really difficult concept to accept to go down this rabbit hole, and usually it's associated with negative feelings, of going down a rabbit hole of thinking about the vastness of universe, the universe and thinking about your insignificance. And, and basically this is another way of rehashing that episode that I did recently about insignificance, um, because dealing with existentialism is about widening the lens so far that you do feel insignificant. You feel like a speck, or what an atom feels like to us. And that's not a great feeling to feel so small, to feel meaningless. But to feel connected, to feel like you are a part of the universe, in some semblance, even if it's a super tiny semblance of it, is kind of an amazing thing. But it's a, it's a matter of trying to shift your mindset. But I think about existentialism and the way that I've approached it most of my life as a way to look forward. You know, I'm looking forward at the rest of my life, the rest of my existence, and the grand scheme of my life, of my lifespan, is going to be not even a blip on the radar of existence, of human existence, of other life, of the universe's existence, of the sun, of planets, of stars, etc. Human life doesn't mean anything in the grand scope of it, and it's hard to come to terms with that. I'm not saying that that's actually what it is, but when you go down the rabbit hole of existentialism, that's what you feel like. You start to feel like you think beyond the span of your life, and it starts to feel like, why do I matter? Why does any of it matter? Why, do I, why should I do anything? Why should I be? Why should I exist? Why should I continue forward? Why does any of this matter? Why does anything I do matter? And there are perks to that, believe it or not, while... It sounds like it's stuff that leads to suicidal thoughts, which it can. It's also a way to think about the grand scheme of our existence and think about the things that don't matter. 
that actually don't matter in our day-to-day lives, the things that we hold grudges for, the things that we use as a catalyst to not speak to someone we care about for weeks or months at a, months at a time. That, like, any of that stuff doesn't matter. When you think about, like, conservatism versus liberalism or, you know, racism or anything that we're working to fix, like, all of the negative aspects of those things don't matter. Like, all we're trying to get to as people is trying to be able to work together to appreciate our lives and to live the best life that we can. So it's essentially saying that, like, conflict at its core doesn't really matter. All this fighting and trying to get our way and trying to create a destiny or create a legacy, like, none of that matters in the grand scope of things. We're trying to find ways to appreciate now and all of the nows and all of the moments that we're going to have until the end of our time on this planet. And there is nothing wrong with appreciating those moments. Because if we do think beyond the scope of our life, and we think beyond in terms of not being sure what happens after our lifespan, like, wouldn't we want to know, wouldn't we want to work within the time frame that we know exists now, which is our time here? That means eat the piece of pizza. That means also take care of yourself. You know, enjoy life, but take care of yourself. Be healthy, be happy, so that you can live the best life that you can. You know, be good to each other. Be good to your friends. Be good to your family. Be good to your body. Be good to your soul. Be good to the spiritual elements that you have within you that you want to connect with. You know, and I say that externally because that's not something that I necessarily need that semblance of woo-woo or spiritualism, but plenty of people want that in their lives because it feels good. It's the reason I do this podcast, because it feels good to pontificate about this stuff. It feels good to think about the vastness of the universe. It feels good to think about religion or Jesus or whatever other things that we have uh, access to and take the core concept of being good to someone and then start to expand upon it. Like, what else is there to talk about? What else can we add to the conversation? And sometimes that's helpful. Sometimes it's not. It's helpful to try to get other avenues for people to come into the conversation, but sometimes it's not helpful because we overcomplicate things. We overcomplicate that existence is something that we should just appreciate. And just being a person is more than enough. Being The possibility of existing is what I find amazing. If anything... The universe and the possibility that life exists, let alone me specifically existing, then being able to make a podcast and having the ability to watch someone go up into space or to create music or to watch videos on my brick on my phone, like my my brick that I have in my hand here, like all of that is really incredible and amazing. But we take a lot of that for granted because we think about major purposes and the bigger scheme of things and something that we can't possibly have answers for, at least not now. So it's like by spending too much time pontificating over that stuff, we kind of hurt ourselves a little bit more because we're just kind of asking questions about things we don't know anything about. And I'm not saying we shouldn't ask questions, but to be so wrapped up in it is not helpful. It, it just... We, we need a little bit of certainty in our lives to move forward, to appreciate, to be grounded a little bit. And I love dreaming. I love dreaming big. I love planning for the future. I love 
feeling like I'm working towards something that's bigger than myself. I do love that feeling. But it's all still within the scope of the earth, within the region that I'm in, within my family, within my friends, within my partner, within all of the things that I can reach within my sphere of influence. Anything outside of that, even outside of the fourth dimension of time, and, understand, and thinking about what happens beyond my lifespan are things that I have no control over. It's another example of focusing on things that we can control, which is more so the here and now and today. It's fun to think about. It's, it feels good to pontificate about it. It feels good to feel like we have an answer for something. But again, it's sometimes having that answer or feeling like we have an answer, feeling like we know what happens after we die, can allow us the opportunity to make excuses to feel like we're, we're, we're giving ourselves excuses to take our existence for granted, to take our life for granted, to take the time that we have here for granted. There are no guarantees for tomorrow. And I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm saying that to enjoy life. And I'm not saying that to put a panic in you either, to like have your life figured out, to find a partner, to find a job, anything like, like that. None of that stuff actually matters. It's all like progression. It's all a part of continuing this cycle of life. But what you have right now is you in this moment. Whatever it is that you're doing, if you're listening in the car, if you're listening at home, sitting on the couch, like whatever it is that you're doing or you're out for a run, like embrace it. Just take a second. Enjoy the moment that you're in. Don't worry about what's happening five minutes from now. Don't have, worry about what happened five minutes before worry about this moment right now. And this all circles back to the feeling of existentialism that usually fits within the framework of looking forward. But sometimes it's really amazing to look at the present and look back, which is, is, is a way to appreciate the fact that we exist at all. Like, whenever I'm having the worst days, whenever I'm having the absolute most terrible time, those suicidal times of my life, those days that I'm feeling terrible, that I don't know what I'm doing, that I don't know where I'm going, I think about the sheer fact and the simple idea that I exist at all, that my parents met, and their parents met, and their parents met, and their parents met, and their parents met. And then, you know, way back into the dawn of man, that cells formed to be able to create human beings, to create primates, to create different ancestry that we have biologically, and then how, like, the planets were formed, and how the moon and the earth formed, and how our ecosystem formed to give the possibility for life on its own, and then even thinking as far back as, like, the Big Bang, and, like, embracing the beauty of the chaos of existence, and that how it all led to this moment where I'm sitting here on a couch talking to you, smelling hot wings that I'm about to eat, that I'm really excited about. So, like, stop. Just, like, whatever you're freaking out about, just cut it out. Like, you'll be fine. You'll figure it out. If you truly have the talent, the skill, the ability, the know-how, stop and just don't worry about it. One of the things that I think about is also just not only living in the moment, but, but embracing the four agreements. And I think I'm going to do a couple of different podcast episodes about the four agreements, 
which is a book that has changed my perspective on being a person. You know, it's, it's, I forget what the four agreements are exactly, but I have to, I have to look it up again. I, it's, it's a really short book. It's something you can read in a morning or an afternoon, depending on when you like to exist. And, um, one of the things that I think about is not taking things personally and not making assumptions. And those things are, are, those just two alone are the core of a lot of the things that humans have trouble with. We have trouble with self-awareness. We have trouble with, like, assuming what other people's intentions are. We have trouble with connecting with human beings and really getting back to the core issue of wanting to be good to each other, to have a good life, to have a sense of safety, to be able to procreate, and to be able to raise kids in a happy, happy, healthy environment, in a happy, healthy country, in a happy, healthy world, in a happy, healthy universe, and that, and, you know, just continue on our merry way. Again, I think we just overcomplicated things. And while it's a complicated subject, because I can talk about it for 15 minutes straight, it's also, at its core, a very simple, reductive concept of be respectful to people, give them the time of day, listen, don't try to push your personal agenda so hard, don't take things personally, don't make assumptions about other people, and don't fear the end of your life in terms of the end of your lifespan, because it's something that everyone goes through. It's an unfortunate reality, but it's also something that can give us a sense of power, and that finality, that 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 restriction is what allows us to try to live the best life that we can that allows us to want to have children and appreciate those moments with them that allows us to find loves and connections and people we want in our lives that allows us to to feel like we need to create things to make music to make podcasts to do documentaries to make videos to share information to talk to people, to spiritualize, to connect, to try to pontificate, to think about, to philosophize, to work through things. It's that restriction, that beauty of existence, of the narrow window of existence that allows us to explore all those things. If we lived forever, we probably wouldn't worry so much. We wouldn't care. I don't know how much we'd actually do, honestly. I don't know if we would have that natural drive to create uh, people or things and to explore, to expand, to care about safety, to care about other people, to care about ourselves. We wouldn't have any of that. So the next time you get into like an existential dread kind of feeling, just instead of moving it forward in terms of thinking about your existence or the vastness of the universe and your insignificance or your lifespan and the end of your life and things like that, just just pull it back. Think about the present moment and then think about your past. Think about the fact that you exist at all and that everything that you've ever done in your life, no matter how insignificant to you, is amazing on its own. That the abilities and skills that you've developed in your life are amazing. That the relationships you've formed are amazing. That the people in your life are amazing. And there are just so many little things that we take for granted that living within the scope of reality, living within the scope of understanding that we only have a short time in our life, can give us a greater appreciation for all the things that we want and need. So, um, 
yeah, all that felt good. <laughs> um, I hope that's something that's helped you. If you have any questions, feel free to hit me up with a voice message here on Anchor or hit me up at Let's Go See Note on any of my social channels um, and uh, patreon.com slash dopamine. If you want to provide some financial support, that would be amazing. And um, go to cnote.media to check out my media courses and Myers-Briggs courses if that's something that you're interested in. So leave a review, leave some love, um, and just go out and enjoy your life. You know, appreciate the little things. Take care of yourself. Take care of your friends. Be patient. Don't make assumptions. Don't try to pick a fight. Don't worry about it. Sometimes you won't get your way. Sometimes you will. You know, that's life. And uh, sometimes life is going to be hard. Sometimes it's going to be easy. You know, but appreciate every little thing you can, appreciate your existence, and go from there. So, I love you guys, take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. Hey, you beautiful human, thanks for listening to Dopamine, I really appreciate it. If you thought this was a dope show, then you should wait until next week. But also, while you wait, you should go to iTunes and Stitcher and leave a positive review. Positive reviews help me to uh, fill up my dopamine tank. Otherwise, you can send your friends to dopamine.life to listen to the show or hi, my name is Christian.com to get the latest updates. I'll catch you later.